We want to thank the Lord again this morning for another beautiful day. We thank him for his great mercies, his love, his care, and his protection throughout the past week. Here we are, the last Sunday of April. Who would have have ever thought that April would have come and it's almost out. This is the last week of April, the last seven days. But regardless of what you've been through, what we have been through, God has been good. And we can sing victory in Jesus this morning. Victory in Jesus. Because our victory, our hope, our life, everything we do is in Jesus Christ and Jesus alone. Praise God. This morning we have our ministers who will be ministering to you. I'm only opening and then we're going to have, um, in fact, I'm going to have uh, our sister, uh, Minister Vivine, if she would just introduce them as they come. And uh, But before that, we're going to open so that we don't want to forget our listeners. We know that you listen to the programs and I want you to know how much we appreciate you. We thank you. And if you so desire, we will be um, to be part of this celebrating our 20 years 20 years in ministry, um, this ministry, because I've been in ministry before. I've been Sunday school teacher, and God knows what else I have been over the years. But my this this ministry, the Lord has placed me in, this coming May will be the 25th of May. Will be, um, it will be a Wednesday, as a matter of fact. It will be 25 year, 20 years since Safe Restoration Ministries came into being. And the Lord placed me here. Um, this happened, oh my goodness, long, long, for me it's a long time ago. And um, we are going to be celebrating on the, we are going to make it the 22nd of May, the fourth Sunday in May, because we have something special to we'll be doing on that day. And we thank God. And if you have ever been to um, Faith Restoration Ministries and you'd like to come and give us a word of encouragement, it's up to you. Otherwise, just continue praying for us that God will continue to keep this ministry going as um, he desires. Um, Okay. Where to find us? We're at www.frministry.org. Over the past weeks, you may have said to yourself, what kind of website is this? Well, listen, I'm getting there. That we are really building, rebuilding our site, and it is looking good. And um, when you get a chance, you can go and take a look. If you haven't been there, www.frministry.org. Or just Google Safe Restoration Ministries International or Shekinah Theological College. With the summer, well, yes, after spring is summer. Summer is coming up. I wouldn't want you to be idle. If you're looking for a book to read, you want to encourage yourself, build up your faith, go to our website. We have books there. They are, they are perhaps, you may tell, say to yourself, they are in disarray. They are not really. They're all there, but they're spread out. But we'll be doing a carousel afterward as time goes by. Just bear with us. They are there. Amen. And we'll put, you know, you can just click on the book. We're going to get all that set up. You just click on the book and they'll take it to its site if you so desire. Some, not all, they used to be all in digitals, but only some are in digitals. 
I don't even know which one anymore. But as you click on it, you could see whether it is digital or um, paperback. But we're going to pray. And then Minister Levine is going to come and introduce our speakers. Father, we ask you this morning to take full control. We also ask that you bind every demonic spirit. Anything that is flirting around, O oh God, any spirit of heaviness, hesitancy, any spirit of weakness, anything, Lord God, that the enemy would like to throw on us today, we rebuke him in Jesus' name. We take authority against him because, Lord, you have given us power. You told us, behold, I give you power. Our failing at times is that we do not use this authority to trample the enemy as you have told us. So help us this morning. Even as our sisters open up their mouths, Lord, you speak through them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because I know, God, you have a word for us all today. You have a word for their generation, Lord. You have a word for the generation that's coming up. And you've placed it in their hearts, Lord, that they're going to share it. That others will hear. Even when they're off the scene, when we're off the scene, these words may still be here for others to listen and hear and meditate upon and able to draw others to you. We thank you this morning. Remember those who are hurting. Remember those, dear God, who have no time for you, who don't even recognize Sunday anymore. We pray, God, you have mercy. And God, those who are in pain, those who are in danger, moment by moment, their lives are in danger, we ask that you keep them, Lord. You can keep them safe. You can cover them. Oh, hallelujah. Is anything too hard for you to do? Nothing, Lord. So we commit all these things into your name. We thank you for having brought us thus far. And should it be your will, you'll take us as even further. We commit all in your hands. We plead the blood against all satanic powers, all plans and work of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Minister Vivian. Amen. Praise God. It is indeed an honor to be able to introduce my three daughters who will be speaking today. I just thank God. Um, we have um, Sister Melissa, we have Sister Roche, and Sister Tashanda. And they will be coming on in the order, um, Melissa, then Roche, and then Tashanda last. So go ahead, Sister Melissa. Let the Lord use you. Good morning, everyone. Praise God. Praise God. Um, so I struggled this week with trying to find what I wanted to discuss or talk about. Um, and so I prayed, and I just asked God to lead me. And the yeah. word that just kept playing in my mind was isolation, separation. Um, oh. And what he's, what he's trying to portray to me is, you know, I'm putting you in a season of isolation. I am separating you from the things that you once were used to, from the people that you once were used to being around. You may not understand it right now. You may not know why I'm doing it, but I understand as your Lord, I understand why I'm separating you from those things and those people. Um, and and you're, as you're in that time of isolation, when you're alone, you have so much time to just think about 
your past. You have so much time to think about your future, and you begin to reflect on a lot of the things that you once uh, were involved in and situations you once were involved in, the people you once had around you, and you start to realize, okay, now I understand why God removed me from this person. This person was not good for me. I start to see conversations that were had behind my back because God has given me that that window of reflection to see things that I did not see before. He gives me the reflection to help me understand, well, in this situation, what you didn't see is that this person or this situation made you become this person. It made you do things that I did not have in your future. I did not have in the plans that I set out for you. So I needed to remove you from that so that you can now walk the life that I am giving you. So when you're in isolation, he's going to remove you from, it could be your sister, your brother, your uncle, your aunt, your father, your mother, because they are not providing the things that I need you to understand you to have. They are separating you from the relationship that I need to have with you and that you need to have with me to understand the love and understand how to love me as your Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you may feel so alone. I remember being in um, the bathroom the other day after a long day of work. I have meetings back to back. So in that time, in those eight to 10 hours that I'm working, I don't have time to think uh, that I'm alone. I don't have time to feel lonely. So as I'm now in the in the bathroom, it starts to hit me. It starts to hit my heart, and my emotions start to take the best of me. I start to, in that moment, lose a little bit of faith because I feel so alone. Mm-hmm. Touch her, Jesus. Touch her, Lord. Oh, strengthen her at this time, Lord. Oh, dear Jesus. Draw near her, Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, cover her, Lord. Comfort her at this time, Lord Jesus. We know, dear Holy Spirit, that you're a great comforter and guide. You're one who strengthens. And we know, Lord, when you draw us to yourself, it's a price that we're paying. Because you see something special in us, Lord. And that's why you've called our sister. You're saying, Come apart with me, Ina Mary. Mary, she came apart with you because she chose the better part. We see her sister, Lord. She wants the better part. She doesn't want to just go to church, Lord. She just don't want to say, I know about Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. So this morning, Father, as she delivering your word, delivering your message to encourage other young people, strengthen her. Put a bolster in her back. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put strength in her, oh God. Help her to focus. Give her courage, oh Father God. And help her, oh God, that as she hold on. Mm, yes, Lord, I hear you, Jesus. If she holds on, Father, and she wins this battle, there will be nothing she cannot conquer after this. So, Father, hold her up. And our sisters are here in prayer, supporting her, oh God. Encourage her through the Holy Spirit. Hold up, my sister, Lord, because she loves you. She wants to do the things that please you. That is why, Lord, you've called her apart, because you have something special for Sister Melissa. 
God, hold her today and keep her because I know she's special to you. She's special to you. That is why you called her to be a part, Lord. That is why you're searching her. That is why you're cleansing her. That is why you're purifying her. That is why, Lord, because there is something special that you have for her to do. There's a price to pay. When we take up the cross to follow you, there's a price. He said, Deny yourself. Hallelujah. That's what she's doing, Lord. That's what she's doing. She's taking up her cross. Oh, Father God, let not the flesh take over. But, Father, strengthen us this time in Jesus' name. Praise God. You're ready to go on, my sister? Want to yeah, continue? Thank you. Praise yeah. God. Hallelujah. Let us, before you begin, let's begin to worship. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for reminding her. My Lord, his presence is wonderful here this morning. Go on, my sister. When I was in the bathroom, I just, I lost, I lost faith in that moment. I just became so alone. I succumbed to my feelings and I became vulnerable, and in that moment, I just, I broke down, and I cried, and I cried, and you just want people to understand you as a person. You want the people that are still in your life that are closest to you to understand you as a person, to understand the place that you're in, and when you feel like they don't, and you feel like you don't have that person to talk to, you don't have anyone to talk to, you know, Mm -hmm. for me in that moment, I just thought, I'm not alone. I'm not alone because I have Jesus in my presence. I have him in my life and in my heart. So I called on him. I yelled his name in my bathroom, and I cried. And in that moment, I felt his presence, my body, felt his arms wrap around me. And in that moment, those tears stopped. And I yes. smiled and I said, thank you. I didn't have to pray too hard. I didn't have to say nothing but no. call on his name. Thank and I immediately God. felt Jesus. relieved. I immediately felt, you are not alone. I have you. I yes. have you. And yes. I asked for grace in that moment because yes. I said, forgive me, Lord, for losing faith for just a minute. Forgive yes. me, Lord, for being human for just a minute and not yes. and not appreciating you and not understanding that you will never leave me. You will never leave my side and I will always have you. And whenever I feel in that moment, I am alone or lonely. I can just call on you. I can have those conversations with you. It doesn't always have to be in a form of a prayer, but it can be in a form of just a simple conversation express to you how I'm feeling in that moment. And you will not judge me, but you will listen and you will walk me through this journey. So I thank him all the time, all the time for just being my friend, my counselor, and my father. In every situation that I am, I know I can call upon him. And I know that this moment of isolation is for a greater purpose. He has something on the other side for me that he needs to strengthen me. He needs to know that I have the faith within him so he can guide me there. Yes. And so I'm just working on that journey. Um, And before I close out, just a a quick... um, Scripture is mm-hmm. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, where he says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, mm-hmm. saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And so what he is saying to Jeremiah is, I know the plans that I have set out for you. 
There are plans for peace and not for disaster and to give you a future filled with hope. So have faith in me and come to me and call upon me for I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you to be lonely. You have me and I am here for you. So I just thank the Lord today um, specifically for that. And when I went to write down my notes, I had a one note in my in my phone of a prayer mm-hmm. that I written before, and it speaks to exactly of this. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was just confirmation. And then the pra- the song that you played this morning was even more confirmation that this is what I need to speak on today. This is what I need for even our young generation now, because a lot of us are dealing with this now, especially with the pandemic and them having to separate from our family and our friends and our loved ones. We began to notice things that we didn't before because we were so consumed in our previous life. So just to have the strength and call upon him and have faith, and he is going to bring you to where he foresees you and not where you see yourself. Amen. So I thank the Lord. Thank you so much. Yeah, your message ministers to every age group. But before you go, I would like you to write down this uh, passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 18. It's for every believer in Christ. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18. I'm going to read it quickly on, and so that the other person can come along. It says, and it really speaks to what she's talking about. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. After the program, I will be. I would love to go into this and talk a little bit more to, to all our ministers here this morning. Thank you so much. Continue. Amen. Awesome word, Sister Melissa. Um, my name is Roche. And I'm going to speak briefly about one of the more popular scriptures in the Bible and um, just kind of give my understanding, my interpretation of that. And uh, I hope it, it blesses you. So my scripture is Psalms 23, <laughs> verse 1 through 6. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth, me, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff may comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me, before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So 
um, I just want you all to just try to visualize um, visualize what that scripture means. Um, visualize as I as I continue through. So when we think about the word shepherd, um, you know, what is our understanding of the word? Um, when I dictionary, when I look to, go to the dictionary to um, to just see the formal meaning, one version says shepherd means a person who herds, tends, and guards sheep. There's a second definition that says a member of the clergy. And then there's a third definition, which I think um, we can agree feels like the most applicable to the passage. It says that it's a shepherd is a person who protects, guides, or watches okay. over a person or group of people. Mm-hmm. So when I try to think about the behavior of a sheep or what some may say about sheep, um, I, I, I read that sheep are meek. Um, and in the herd, they tend to listen to their leaders and, quote, show esteem to them. Sheep are said to be obedient and among the most popular animals. Mm-hmm. So when David wrote this passage as a shepherd himself, he gives a beautiful analogy of a shepherd tending to the sheep, leading mm-hmm. his flock through green pastures and being led beside the still waters. David tells us that the Lord makes sure that we have freshness in life. God can take a chaotic situation and turn it into still waters. And once he brings you out of chaos, he restoreth your soul. He leads us in the path of righteousness. So no matter what plans we may have for ourselves, because we as humans, we can be controlling, um, God knows best overall. And he will bring us through some things or allow us to go through the valley of the shadow of death just to experience righteousness. I'm not sure if it's just me or um, if any of you all ever think or wonder, like, why that one thing that you feel should be working out, how you planned it to, is not working out, right? Uh, Well, simply because it isn't God's plan, and he's trying to show you that um, through the failed attempts. When the sheep tries to walk out of line from the herd or from the journey, which they tend to do for various reasons, one being if they see danger, the shepherd is right there using his resources to keep the sheep in line. And that's yes. what the Lord does for us. If we can acknowledge that he is worthy of our trust, no matter the situation, we shall, we shall never fear any evil. Mm-hmm. There's so many things in this life that are fashioned to work against us as believers, but it's time we assume the title of sheep. We must humble ourselves and be obedient to our shepherd because with him we are always safe. We don't know what tomorrow may bring, but in the passage we are told that goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. So no matter what today looks like, which bill you're stressed out about paying, the job that you feel better off quitting, the Lord is still with us. And if we can just feel his warm embrace, just trust in our safe space that he has promised us, we have to get to a place where we don't even worry anymore. We have to have the trust where we immediately bring it to God. We immediately release it from ourselves. Not after we've tried to fix it ourselves, not after we pull in our own reinforcements, but just Mm -hmm. bringing it to him first. Um, He deserves that much and way more. And he didn't have to do this, but he has proven himself time and time again, and it's time that we prove ourselves. The Lord is merciful, and he promises us that we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever, despite Mm -hmm. our short despite our flaws, despite our tendency to go in the wrong direction, he still promises us a dwelling in his house forever and ever. And, but we have, to, we have to believe that within our hearts. 
We can't well, doubt God's goodness, His grace, because things seem out of our control right now. The world seems like it's slowly falling apart, and we fear our time of strife will come. But even through the distractions, the fear-mongering, the forced mind control, submit mm-hmm. yourself to His will and stay stay with His flock, and you will come out on the other side every time, the better side. Yes. Um, there's a famous quote that says, you don't have to see the whole staircase to take the first step, and that's exactly what mm-hmm. God wants. Man. Trust journey he's taken us on is worth it. Trust that he will never leave us. Even when we feel like we're at the back of the line and he's all the way at the front with the other sheep. From our view, he's blessing them. He's blessing their home, blessing their family, elevating their faith, but he has not forgotten about you and your faithfulness to to finish the journey. Thank you. Whoa. I thought you were going to go on. Praise the Lord. Oh, we bless the Lord this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We bless your holy name, Lord. We know God. It doesn't matter if it's young or whatever age a person may be. These words are encouraging. They are strengthening their life. And we thank you for the presenters. Our next minister. Uh, yes, good morning, everyone. My name is um, Tashanda or Sister Tash. I'm going to revisit a sermon I did a while back about New Age spirituality. Mm-hmm. I feel it's uh, one of the fastest growing doctrines um, in the world today. And I've added a few more things um, to it, so I'll go ahead and start. So New Age Spirituality. Most American adults self-identify as Christians, but many Christians also hold what are sometimes characterized as New Age beliefs, Mm -hmm. including belief in reincarnation, astrology, physics, tarot card readings, and the presence of spiritual energy in physical objects like mountains, trees, stones, and candles. Many Americans who are religiously unaffiliated also have these beliefs. Some of these people are actually searching for something, searching Mm -hmm. for a connection. Some people are actually struggling mentally or emotionally, and they are trying to find a way to cope. Some Mm -hmm. don't realize that they are actually searching for Jesus Christ, the Mm -hmm. comforter, but they are looking in the wrong places. They end up dabbling into yoga and Buddhism, as examples, where they end up opening up themselves to evil spirits, which mm-hmm. digs them even deeper. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some New Age beliefs have also been invoked into Christianity as well, where Jesus mm-hmm. Christ of Nazareth is recognized as a teacher instead of our Lord and Savior who had died on the cross for our sins. Also, mm-hmm. while Christians are to believe in the Holy Trinity, which consists of God the Father, the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. In New Age teaching invoked into Christianity, the Holy Spirit is not even recognized. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 state, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through, through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, Casting, out, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity 
every thought to the obedience of Christ. Anything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God or the knowledge of Christ is the biblical definition of New Age spirituality. In reference to the word itself, the Bible is referring to the demonic, the spirit that is being operated under, the spirit of deception, the Kundalini mm-hmm. spirit, the spirit of divination. Mm-hmm. New Age spirituality is strange fire to the Most High, yeah, which it, and it displeases him. Leviticus 10 verses 1 and 2 states, And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer and put fire therein, and put incense thereon, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord, and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Do you see how the Most Ayah, God the Father, dealt with Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, who is related to Moses, who leaded the Egyptians out of Egypt? And these were ancient Hebrew Israelites. We should be thankful for the grace that's been given to us through the biblical Christ, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who had died on the cross to save us all from destruction. The New Age movement or doctrine is demonic, and it will put you in the lake of fire. People want to gain power through different routes other than the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ of Nazareth said, I will lead you into all truth. Jesus said, when the Comforter has come, he will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit does not operate with deception. The third eye practice or knowledge that is being taught to people in the New Age movement is also strange fire. The answer that you are looking for, you can't get it from anything else but the Holy Spirit. Genesis 3 verses 7 states, And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig trees together and made themselves aprons. The third eye was already opened up, opened up by Adam and Eve in the garden, but God ended up putting a veil over their eyes because it is forbidden. God had casted Adam and Eve out of the garden of Eden, not only because they had disobeyed him, but because of that forbidden knowledge which involved the third mm-hmm. eye. Opening up the third eye or pineal gland is forbidden knowledge, and it opens you up to the spirit realm, which opens up your body and life to all types of evil spirits. It has been said that the third eye, the all-seeing eye, is linked to Oris, which is a deity and is linked to the serpent, the same serpent that tricked Eve to cause both Adam and Eve to disobey God. People believe that opening up their third eye would give them spiritual knowledge or power. Years ago, when I was a lukewarm Christian, I was introduced to the documentary called Hidden Colors. This documentary, though seemed very informative, also spoke about the usage of the third eye. Even though I never practiced this doctrine, I did not recognize that it was New Age spirituality and that it was demonic. This is why it is so dangerous to be a lukewarm Christian. You can get led astray, which could lead you to destruction. A beloved sister in the Lord had shared a testimony about someone who she knew who didn't believe in Christ but practiced open up the third eye. At the time, the person had claimed that he could help her son, who was autistic. The person stated that they would lay the child down on the table, 
and open up his third eye, and angels would surround him and help him. Being lukewarm and desperate, she said she thought about doing it, but it seemed so strange and scary, so she did not agree to it, and she repented. When Moses went into the mountains for some time, sometime, and the Israelites were left with Aaron, they built a molten calf, which was idolatry. It was strange to the Most High, and the Most High, yeah, and this angered him. There are people out there who believe that there are spiritual presences in rocks, candles, and all sorts of things that will bring them good luck or bring them the things that they need. This is idolatry, which is displeasing unto the Most High, yeah. There are Christians who claim to love the Lord that believe in this doctrine. These Christians are weak in their walk with the Most High, and they are spiritually weak, and they don't know their Bible. They believe a lie and made other people lead them astray. The Bible says that those who believe a lie will perish. You have no excuse to not know the Word of God. The Bible is accessible to us. The Bible is our guide or our handbook as Christians. If you know the word and have a personal relationship with Christ, you would not be fooled by this doctrine. There are so many ways that the word of God has become accessible. If you can't read it, you can listen to it. Everything about the New Age spiritualism is strange fire unto the Most High and will lead you to your destruction. New Age beliefs have been brought in as another way to distance people from God. Many people go into New Age practices because they are searching for some kind of connection. Jesus talks about New Age spiritual adoption in Revelation 2, verses 13 to 16. Jesus says, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast dared them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which is the thing I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. The Nicolaitans held the doctrine of Balaam, just mentioned here by Jesus Christ of Nazareth himself. They also had a belief of Gnosticism, a heretical teaching that swept away many members of the church in the second century. In part, in, in part of this doctrine, Gnosticism seeks salvation not from sin, but from the ignorance of which sin is a consequence. The Gnostics believe that the evil creator, God, and his angels cause this ignorance. God, the Most High, also called Yahweh, is not the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. If you truly want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ of Nazareth, repent, give your life to him, and he will lead you to all truth. You can only get to Yahweh through Jesus Christ. In closing, if you haven't turned away from this doctrine or you took part in it somehow, repent, for the time is near when Jesus Christ will return and he will not pardon you for being a Christian 
even though you have followed this doctrine. This would lead you into the lake of fire. Thank you. Oh, praise God. Minister, Minister Vivian, I'm going to let you carry on. Oh, Dr. Doctor, my heart is full. Um, I was just here. I wept and with joy, tears of joy, when I listened to all three of them speak. Speak from their heart, sharing yes. Yes. the word yes. of God and how it has affected their lives. And that's what we want for the younger generation. We want to pass on our knowledge. We want to groom them and train them to to lead because they they are the leaders of tomorrow. Yes. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for how Roche broke down the the, the Psalm 23 gave me an insight that I never saw before. Uh, Melissa, from her heart, uh, you know, she's expressing how Yes. as Christians, the, the road is not easy, and there are going to be times when you become doubtful and, and you mm-hmm. feel like God is not hearing you and he's not there. And so I'm sure listeners can attest to this, that, that there, those days will come, but you have to yes. rest assured, know that God is with you. He will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. That's beautiful. And then how Rosé tied in as a shepherd, Whoa. you pull your sheep back in, and, and though, though, you know, it seems like he's only dealing, because we look at other people, why are they prospering? What yes. things yes. seems to be going well? When is our time going to come? When is going to be our turn? And she brought, she tied that in nicely. When she said, don't worry, God, God is going to do it for you as well. But you need to go through the process and the pruning. Yes. You know, we we have to go through it because our paths are different. When God calls us, He has given us instructions, yeah. and we know what our calling is. And so, some yeah. things that you go through, I may not go through it, but it That's all right. comes together yeah. to the working for good to them that love the Lord. Yeah. And it's all like a big puzzle, and we all have all the pieces that fit in to make the puzzle complete. And so that is how we are, you know, in Christ. And I love our oh, 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 Tashanda she. She brought out about new age because yes. this is something yes. that's so prevalent yes. in the world today with young yes. people. And they need mm-hmm. to hear this. That is not mm-hmm. every documentary, it's every, not every music, not everything you are to listen to and follow because there oh. are spirits that follow these things and the devil has its agents out there what's been assigned to colleges and, and, and all different fraternities because he wants the young people. And so I just thank God for that they were able to speak this morning to share to other young people as well. Go thank ahead, you so much. Thank you. We have Sister Sheila here. We have Sister Brown. Sister Brown, we're going to wait for the last. Sister Sheila. No, no. Can I just say something before? Okay. Yes. All right. All right, Sister Sheila, you and I will stay for the last, okay? <laughs> okay. You know, the sister that bringing the new age. Yes, Sister Tash. You know, it just hit me. Yes. Because, you know, when my daughter become a Muslim, the one that is sick now, yes, Whoa. she was a Muslim. And my she, God. Uh, because another cousin bring her in the faith. Yes. You know, and um, everyone was saying, why does your daughter be a Muslim and so on and so on? Because everybody is seeking things. Yes. And she had just left home. And what she says was, when she left home, she couldn't do nothing. She didn't know how to cook. She didn't know. But like they, they taught her 
are that um, when she wake up in the morning, the house must be very clean mm-hmm. to for them to love for the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, unfortunately, what has happened now? Our cousin died, mm-hmm. and uh, because she had cancer in the womb, uh, she was only twenty four years so mm-hmm. and uh, when she died. And all the family, I, I was in Jamaica at the time, and they went to the funeral, and she was buried into an Arab um, cemetery. Mm. So when they went, they didn't, they couldn't understand a word the Arab was saying. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. and then they were carrying a sheet mm-hmm. and barrier and barrier, you know. And my daughter and my son and. They just freak out. My my son phoned me and my daughter, and said because they have never seen anything like that. Yes. And what they were, what they were, what I said to them, it's not everybody religion you are to run into. That's right. You know because we are not accustomed to mm-hmm. those religions. No, no, you don't know. You know. So when this sister bring up the new age. <laughs> Religion. It is true because these young people they run into these um, really new age things. Yes. In the Jehovah Witnesses mm-hmm. and all these kind mm-hmm. of things. Mormon. You know, but it's only at death or at the burial when know. you see you see the way they bury their dead and mm-hmm. the way you know what we are not accustomed mm-hmm. to. So mm-hmm. we have to really, you know, be mindful of mm-hmm. these religion that mm-hmm. we are our young people are drawn into. Yes. Because, because it's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a learning experience. So mm-hmm. I want to thank God for this sister to bring up yes. the new age. Thanks. And this is all I have to say. She'll be back again. She'll be back again. They'll all be back. Every, they are here, um, you know, but so long as they're available, you'll hear our young people, our young ministers, every um, fourth Sunday or, you know, at least once in a month, they're going to be here. So long as they're willing and they're ready, they'll be here and they're available. Sister Sheila, I'm sure you have something to encourage you the audience this morning. Amen. Amen. This word is so good. Yes. And I was over here just a right <laughs> Really? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, and she would talk about isolation and separation. I was thinking about we need that from uh, wrong people, wrong places, yes. and My things. Yes. And that is something the Lord wants to do. So we have to let him do it. Because I remember when I was younger, I had this best friend. We came from... Um, we uh, elementary, the high school together. We used to mm-hmm. stay at each other, spend the night at each other's house. We used to swap clothes. So as I became a teenager, my mom said to me, she said, there is nothing that's too thick that won't go thin. My Lord. I did not realize what she was referring to until me and this, this friend. Mm-hmm. So we had went somewhere together, and then God was revealing yes. about this friend. 
Mm-hmm. What he was revealing, we were so tight and so close mm-hmm. that he was separating us. And Man. I saw that I was going toward the Lord, and she was living opposite. Mm-hmm. Then I had another friend. She started coming to high school at the high school I was going to. And we we came on through high school, still friends as adults. Mm-hmm. Then one day, the Lord pulled me back from her, and he let me see. We was not going in the same direction. He separated mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was be obedient to what he was saying and yes. doing at that time. Because when you're so close to a situation, you can't see all of the Perfect. workings of the enemy mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. uh, friendships, relationships. But mm-hmm. until you step back, mm-hmm. things will start to unfold. Yes. You can be too close to a situation. Mm-hmm. And something the Lord taught me earlier in my walk was, um, like, you know how you have these situations and they're just weighing on you. Mm-hmm. I know this. he has always shielded me, like when I had a situation at home and I had to go out. Sometimes you can tell when people's going through something. He yes. never allowed that to be seen on me. And mm. the thing that I noticed, he would always have somebody give me a word, or he would mm. always have me in a position to pray for somebody while mm. I was out. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important to draw, draw and stay closer to the Lord. Because God is everything that we need at the moment that we need it. He will threaten us, and his mm-hmm. plans will manifest in our life if we just keep yielding ourselves to him. Praise God. And a shepherd, a pastor, represents, a pastor represents a shepherd. The mm-hmm. relation of God to his people cares for the flock. Yes. He yes. knows his flock by name. He causes the flock to rest. Mm-hmm. He numbers the flock and keeps the flock in folds. He mm-hmm. tends and feeds and guards the sheep. Mm-hmm. Amen. What a word this was this morning. Yes, and, amen. Amen. And, uh, our victory, we have, he has given us victory over Satan. Yes. And, uh, and he will release us with peace. My, yes, this right here says, my child, I will give you rest from all your enemies. I will give peace and quietness to my children. When we are walking in this, when people who are in the darkness, they will see our light and want to know what it is Amen. all about. When our ways pleases the Lord, he will make mm-hmm. even our enemies to be at peace with us. Amen. He will give us strength and he will bless us with peace because yes. our salvation comes from him. So those mm-hmm. who are walking in whatever kind of darkness, when they see our light, mm-hmm. they are either going to run from it or they are going to be drawn to it. Yes. Yes. So we thank God this morning for his word thank that he made his have yes. brought forth in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you Praise all so God. much. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. And, yes. you know, I think of Sister Melissa, and this is one of the things, you know, the enemy will bring up. One of the things he uses is an, it's, it's an instrument, loneliness, uh-huh. being alone by yourself. You yes. see the world closing in on you, 
And you start asking yourself questions. Why this? Why that? I should have done this. I should have done that. And this is where you self-pity. Not because you want to feel sorry for yourself, but it said, look at me. Everyone else is doing all right. Back to Psalm 23. And what Sister Roche said, everyone is doing all right. Look, the shepherd taking care of the other sheep. I had been at that place. I remember there were times I said, God, I don't understand you. I'm praying and you're not answering me. But I had to go back as I got older and became an adult to say, God, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you were doing. So, Sister Melissa, you may not understand why you're going through this, but as you get older, as you grow, as you mature chronologically and spiritually, you're going to turn to God and say, God, I thank you for what I went through because now I am firmly grounded in Christ. Praise God. Sister Roche, you're firmly grounded in Christ when you've been through the storms of life. Sister Tash, you have touched on the subject that you really need a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. It's a subject because everybody's buying into the new age. I wrote a book on the apostasy and the new age, the 21st century new age church. That's what it is about. Church is the songs that the song that you heard this morning, Victory in Jesus. You will not hear those songs in those churches. You won't hear them. Because they're old fashioned. But I'm so glad the sister mentioned it this morning. She said, that song, it ministered to her. It confirmed what the Lord was saying to her. So I thank God this morning for our young people, our young ministers, youth ministers. I give God thanks for them. And to our sisters, let me say to you all, use every opportunity you get, whether it is your Sunday or not, use Every opportunity, the way the world is going today, you do not know what tomorrow holds. But as you plunge, as you go deeper in him, listen, what you're going through, it is good for you, Sister Melissa. It's good for you, Sister Sister Tash. It's good for you, Sister Roche. These experiences are good for you. Listen, at the moment, they are not sweet. They are not nice. But at the end, you're going to say, Lord, I thank you. I am a witness. And I believe other people on the line will say the same thing. We are witnesses to times when we're going through the valley of the shadow of death. And we wonder, Lord, why? Why me? But when we came out on the other side, we realized it was best for us. And it was the only way we could get from where we were to the other side. Amen. It's the only way we can get from where we are to the other side. I spoke some time ago about having experience. River come down. Doctor, I don't think you remember. You must remember Big River. I, I the close to um, Crooked River. And I remember the day when I saw the water coming down. I, I was afraid. I was frightened. I was crying. And a lady came. And she said, don't worry. You come. I'll help you over. Listen, the only way I could have got to my home, I had to cross the river. Whether it came down or it didn't come down because I lived in the country, I had to cross it. Sister Melissa, whether it feels good or it doesn't feel good, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You have to cross from where you are. I'm so glad. Listen, 
Watch these sisters. Keep praying for them here. Keep praying for them. Keep them in your prayers because God is taking them somewhere from this side of the bank of the river. But the only way you can get to the other side, you have to go through River Jordan. You've got to go through the Red Sea. So all the time, he's going to part the Red Sea or part Jordan. Sometimes we have to walk through it. Walk through yeah. it. So I said, listen, I'm so excited about the, the testimonies this morning. And they're going to resonate in my heart. And I would like them to because this thing about separation. Separation, it tells about growth, spiritual growth. When you find yeah. that your things you used to do, you don't want to do them anymore. Okay. These are, these are, oh, hallelujah. These are testimonies in your life. These are incidents. These are indications that you're, you're, you're growing in the Lord. Yes. When our sister spoke about test, I mean, trust in the Lord. Sister Roshi, about trusting in the Lord. She took Psalm 23. Listen, yeah. we learned that from little children. But every time you open the scriptures, don't you worry, Sister Roche. Everybody knows yes, about it. Know. Everybody knows our Father Prayer. But if that's where God sends you, you go there because you're coming with something new. You're coming with something we have never heard before. You're coming yes. with something that others want to hear. You see? Yes. And Sister Tash, I tell you, listen, this is the new, how can I, I can't think of a label for her. Theologian. She's bit of, she loves the word. She loves getting into that word and she wants to know why. Amen. I love I love the attitude. And our, our, their, their mother is right here this morning. And I thank God for you. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. They saw something in you. That's why they followed you. And listen, don't think that we're perfect. We're not perfect. We were not perfect. We're still being perfected. We're going on to perfection but we're not perfect yet. And Sister Sheila, it's so good that you were here this morning. We thank the Lord for you and each one. Sister Brown, all the way down in Jamaica, for those who, are not, who don't know, she's, she's um, here with us from Jamaica online, 2,000 miles away. We want to thank I'm God. It. I'm loving it. Amen. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. Amen. And if you don't uh, know. That- I just want to say these three sisters Beautiful. Wonderful. You I tell would, you, sister. You would think they were together researching this sermon. But no, I don't think so. Yes. And the way the young sister breaks down the shepherd. Oh, yeah. my oh God. yes. I've never, I've never, I would not break it down well. <laughs> yes. You know, so such a learning experience. Fresh. Continue to bless those young Amen. 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 Because we learn. I am learning. I don't know about anyone. Else. It's a new, new experience for me. Although um, old time Christian, Pentecostal, <laughs> you know, but the, the way these young people bring things together now, yes. it doesn't matter. You learn it because. The more you go into the Bible, each time you read it, and when you read it the next time, to me, you, you interpret it different. The Holy Spirit gives you something new, because yes. he's a great, he's, so, he is a great teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so sisters continue to bless others. Yes. And to draw us closer and closer to God. Amen. You're doing a wonderful work. Praise so God. So continue, may the 
God continue to bless you yes. and um, implementing your knowledge yes, that you yes. can pass it on to us, to Praise others. God. In Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you. I was going to ask you to pray, but I believe you have pronounced a blessing upon them. And now, Lord, as we close, we want to thank you again because this is all about you. We thank you, dear God, that they were so willing. Father, from the time they came here, it doesn't matter what they were asked to do, they were always willing. And while we're here, we want to pray for Sister Melissa's son. We lift him up before you today that as you see his mother changing her as she grows in the Lord. Help her to glow in her home, Lord God, that even her son will want to say, Mom, why are you so different? Mom, tell me more about Jesus. We pray, God, you give her the wisdom. Lord, we pray you fill her and baptize her with your Holy Spirit. Everyone here listening, whether they're on the line or off the line, who doesn't have the Holy Spirit because we need the Holy Spirit in our life. And I believe it's the Holy Spirit in her. Praise God, a center to go and seek for and to talk to you and say, Lord, I, whatever she said to you, whatever the prayer she made to you, and God, you answered her. So the Holy yes. Spirit is with her. Help her, Lord, to grow in you. Help her to get stronger. Not only her, Sister Roche, Sister Tash. Lord, remember them today. Father, they are willing. They are willing, Lord. And God, as you baptize them each day, refresh them each day. Let them know they cannot do it without you. And each day is taking up the cross and following you. May you bless them. Bless those who are also on the line. Those who could not make it today, we lift them up before you. Those who will listen to these programs, Lord, we pray that they will be blessed, they'll be saturated, and God, by hearing these testimonies, they will want to know more about you. They will want to know, young people will know, God, when you turn your heart to Jesus, when you give your heart to the Lord, you turn away from the world, you have to be separate. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And when being separate, you must trust the Lord. And trusting the Lord does not mean that you go to a new age religion or a new age Christian church, but go to the old-fashioned church where the Bible is preached. Hallelujah. Where the Holy Ghost is in operation. And God, where you are Lord and no one else. We glorify. We ask the Lord to cover us under your blood. Give us a wonderful week no matter what may come. Just protect us and keep us safe. And to the come our call, let it be that we are counted worthy to reign with you forever. Amen. Amen. This is Faith Restoration Ministries, restoring lives from the inside out by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. And Chekina Theological College, an online Bible institute, preparing men and women to reach the world for Christ. We invite you if God has called you into ministry or you just want to study, do study the word. We have a program that's called Study the Word. We have a lesser program that's called Introduction to Ministry. Whatever you desire, we have it there. So we invite you at any time. Send us an email or call us, whatever the case may be. But listen, if God has been speaking to you, you better listen. God bless you until we hear again. We'll be back again next Sunday. And that will be the first Sunday May. Oh, God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Amen.